Welcome to the Lessons for Living television program. My name is Bill Santos. Thank you so much for watching. Well, those of you that tuned into our last program know that uh, we had a special guest on that program and uh, we invited him to come back again on this program and he has accepted our special guest. Well, it's Dr. Floyd Spence. Dr. Spence, thank you so much for joining us. Pleasure being back. That's great. Now, uh, for those of you that are meeting Dr. Spence for the very first time, he is a mental toughness expert and facilitator. Uh, I wrote it Hi. down here. Go ahead. Tell Hi. me. High performance, right? High performance. High performance yeah. coach. Yeah. And you founded a company called? Liveful Coaching and Consulting. Okay. And what is the website if folks want to reach you? www.floydspence.com. Okay, and so you, you, as you told us last week, you, you, were, you were born in Jamaica, grew up in Jamaica, yeah. went through some difficulties as a young man, and that sort of was the turning point for you, yeah, right? sure. Um, in deciding that that's not the path uh, I want to take. You've spent time in pastoral ministry. Yeah. And now you are, are you, are you considered a, a coach, a performance coach? What's sort of the the title that it's a high performance coach uh, pretty much helping people to be at their best to right. live their best life okay yeah and so that and we talked about the fact that everyone has the potential to grow correct to to move from where they are right correct correct but there's costs there's a price to be paid a, yeah yeah and what we have found is that a lot of times people are not able to perform based on uh, a mindset uh, fixed mindset or a particular mental state hmm. that they're in. But once a person can be liberated from, from that mental, uh, uh, I would say, incapa incapacitation, then that person is able to, uh, to move freely and to pursue what they want in life. Yeah, again, that's interesting. You know, I, I said on the last program that I spent some time consulting, you know, in the consulting business before I came into ministry full time. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I spent time as a trainer, as a facilitator. And right. one of the things we know is that in order for us to change, so for example, if I'm doing a sales training program, in order to get those sales folks to behave differently, yeah. before that I have to get them to think yeah. differently. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We have to shift the way they think. If not, it's not realistic to expect Correct. folks to behave differently. Yeah. So, you've, so uh, you had mentioned that you use an, a special technique to get folks thinking, right? And, and, yeah. and share us with that. Right. So I use the acronym SOAR. Okay. And the, the S is for self-awareness. The O is for optimization. The A is for action. The R is for review. Okay. So we wanted on this program, because we didn't get an, nearly enough time to talk about that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that can be extremely helpful yeah. uh, to our viewers. And so Let's just go through them, you know, uh, you know, one by one. So it starts with self, uh, self-awareness. Correct. And so how, what is that sort of, how does someone go through that? What would someone that's watching right now, you know, be able to do right now as they're watching that would begin to give them some of those insights as to who they are and where they are? Yeah. Uh, self-awareness is a prerequisite of change. One cannot change, or it's impossible for one to change, unless that person knows where, where he or she is. So it's important to become aware of, of your surroundings. It's also important to be aware of your mind, mindset, your state of mind. 
And there are two ways to become aware as to uh, where you are and who you are. The first, the first uh, way is through introspection. Okay. Take a look at the man in the mirror. Take a look at yourself. And one way of doing that is to ask yourself the question, uh, where am I? Where do I need to be? And how will I get there? Hmm. By asking those existential questions, you will start finding yourself getting answers to those. And once you get answers to those, then you will be aware as to where you are and how to move from where you are to where you want to be. Okay. The, the second way to create awareness is to ask people around you. Oh, okay. Ask people in your network. Hmm. Uh, if you want to be aware as to how well you're doing as a dad, as a father, ask your, your child or children on a scale of one to 10, how is dad doing? Right. If you want to know how well you're doing as a spouse, ask your spouse, how am I doing on a scale of one to 10? Right. And uh, if, if your spouse, for example, says, I'll give you five, then you want to ask your spouse, uh, where, where would you want me to be right. on the scale of one to 10? If the spouse says a nine, for example, then one of the next questions you want to ask, what do I need to move from a five to a 10? Right. Creates a certain amount of awareness because without being aware of something, you're not able to change it. Wow, but I can, <laughs> wow. You know, uh, it's interesting sometimes to hear what others' perception of us is yeah. versus our own perception Correct. of us. So do you find that sometimes, you know, what others say about me and what I think of myself yeah. is like completely, like how do you yeah. deal with that? Like how do you... Yeah, well, it's possible that the way how somebody sees you, it may not be the way you see yourself, but it's worth taking a look at it, to evaluate it, to see whether or not there may be something you need to change or something you need to look at. So ultimately, the decision is gonna be with you, but you need to take a look at what the person is saying. Hmm. The truth of the matter is, you can't see yourself in the picture if you're in the frame. Okay, yeah, okay. Okay, we all have blind spots. Right. And that's why it's important to get a perspective from somebody else. Okay. But it's also important for you to evaluate that perspective, perspective to see whether or not there is something you need to do to move from where you are to where you need to be. So do you, would you, in the self-awareness step, would you normally start with the introspective, like the, the uh, like my own assessment of myself? Or do you normally suggest they begin with others' perspective of, of me? Or does it matter? It's always good to take a look at yourself first. Okay. To say, okay, uh, where am I right now uh, as, a, as a husband, as a wife, uh, as a professional? Uh, whatever, whatever area you want to take a look at, professionally, spiritually, and otherwise, it's always good to take a look at yourself and ask yourself those existential questions. And then once you've done that, then you can go outward, work with your uh, surroundings or the people in your network and ask those questions. Uh, I have to say, it yeah. takes guts to ask those I was questions. Gonna, I was gonna say that. That probably yeah. takes, does take some courage, right? Yeah. Because you might not always like what you hear. Exactly, but it takes courage to change. Now you used a phrase on the last program where uh, sort of failure is not failure. It's like, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, would you say feedback? Was it there, yeah, there are no failures, only feedback. Only feedback, yeah. right? And so I guess that's sort of what the mindset you have to go into this right. with, right? Is I'm gonna ask yeah. others. I want, them, I want an honest yeah. uh, uh, opinion. I know like years ago, and I don't, I, I don't even know if it's still done, but they used to do like in, 
you know, businesses like that 360 degree feedback, yeah. and, you know, supervisors would ask staff. A lot of times it was done anonymously yeah. Yeah. to try to facilitate uh, folks being more, more truthful. Right. That a similar kind of thing that, you know, you, you're looking at here? Correct, correct. Yeah, that, that it's, it's similar to that. And in addition to that, at the end of each day, even taking 15 minutes just to introspect, look over your day, see what went right, not necessarily what went mm. wrong, what went right, what was missing, you're getting the feedback. So you could do what I call feed forward and move forward in what, whatever area of, uh, of life you want to you wanna move or, or change. Okay. So, so at the end of the day, just sort of like a review of what what went well? Well, okay. Yeah. Was well, anything missing? Okay. Not necessarily what went wrong. And, and the reason for that... Okay, yeah, okay, so why not? <laughs> yeah, what went wrong? The, the way the mind functions is that we generally focus on... Uh, we generally, whatever we focus on generally expands. Okay. Uh, if you focus on something that went wrong, the mind has a way of going negative. Oh, okay, interesting. But if you focus on what went right and how can I add to that, to make oh, it better. Oh, I see. Then the mind starts looking for solutions. Oh, that's interesting. As, op as opposed to more problems. Oh, okay. So stack the side, the good side. What, yeah. what went right and how do I do that yeah. and make that make that even better? Exactly. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. And is that that's not a long pro like it'd be like 15 minutes 15 or minutes. Like do, do you recommend folks write it in a journal it's, or It's always good to write. Yeah. Write things down. It'd be interesting to go back over, yeah. over time, right? Go back at that and, and, yeah. and, and review on that. Okay. Exactly. So self-awareness, ask yourself some questions. You know, am I happy where I'm at? You know, uh, and then get that feedback. So that could be done relatively informally, right? Sure, of course. You know, sit around with the kids and the wife yeah. and, you know, yeah. and just and tell me what... Uh, what do you think? Wow. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. That's kind of, whoa, that's kind of scary, right? Changes, change is never easy. Yeah. But if you're, if you're going to change, you have to become aware of what needs to change. Right. And a lot of people won't change unless they're experiencing a certain amount of pain. Okay, I was going to ask you that. I, I, actually, in the last part, I was going to mention, because we get a lot of viewers and a lot of correspondence from folks that find themselves, for example, in prison. Yeah. Do you find that for some folks, like, you know, you have to hit the proverbial rock bottom before you yeah. you make that that change right to a certain extent because people generally change for two reasons one uh, it's painful being where you are and two it's a pleasure being where you want to be okay. the anticipated anticipated pleasure of where you okay. want to be so if i want to change like for example when i changed when i decided to change i was tired of where i was right uh, being poor was 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 painful, right? And I decided I was going to succeed or I was going to die, right? So if it's not that painful, people won't change. Got it. Okay. Or if it's not pleasurable, if you're not anticipating that, the right. pleasure of changing, then you may never change. Okay. So once you've gotten that picture, sort of where you are, yeah, that's the S, right? The self-awareness. Then the O stands for. Optimization. Optimization. So what yeah. is that? And that's a big word. I grew up in, Kens <laughs> I grew up in Kensington Market, man. I, I'm not sure that uh, I use that word a lot in my yeah. vocabulary. Yeah. What is that? So what's optimization? So optimization is the 
the ability to leverage whatever resources you have and to use what you have in a more efficient way. So, okay. And the best way to do that is to develop a plan. Okay. Okay. The first step in developing a plan is to visualize where you want to be. Okay. Where do you want to be in the next two to three years? Okay. And lock that in, uh, visualize it, uh, hold that picture in your mind, then come back into the present and start putting some steps into place. Okay. So, uh, sir, I mean, I mean to interrupt you, but you're suggesting like two or three, like not like where you want to be 20 years from now? Is that too big of a step? That's not too big of a step. Uh, for some people, it is too big of a step. But for others, it's, it's, it's always good to look at yourself. Uh, this may sound morbid, but for me, I think about my own death. Okay. Whenever I'm thinking about what I want to do today. Right. And I want, because I want to live each day as if it was my last. Mm. So it's okay to think about yourself sitting in your rocking chair uh, as a senior citizen and, uh, and say to yourself, okay, what do I want my life to look like when I'm aged? Right. And then work your way backward. Right. Okay. I got a sense we don't do a lot of that. No, we don't. We, we don't, right? We no. sort of live life yeah. sort of as it in comes and we sort of adapt and yeah. you get to a point in your life where you realize, oh my goodness sake. Yeah. Like when I think about the fact that I graduated from university 30, wow, 34 years ago. Let me tell you something, man. It feels like it was last month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's been a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. So time does go by Correct. extremely fast. So you suggest, so craft that picture of where you want to be in the future. Yeah. And then sort of step back into the present. Yeah. And then, so um, I'm assuming that's a large part of what you do then yeah. is to help. So how do I, we craft that plan, right? Yeah. T to get you from where you are here to where it is you need, you need to go, right? So the first thing is to develop that, that picture as to where you want to be. Because if you don't know where you want to be, you won't be able to get there. Right. So that's, that's the first step. Visualize it, see it clearly in your mind, come back to the present, and then you start planning it. So there are certain categories that you could, uh, you could work with, like for example, Professionally, where do I want to be in the next two to three years? Right. As it relates to my relationship, where do I want to be in the next two to three years? As it relates to my personal life, where do I want to be in the next two to three years? Where do I want to be in the next two to three years financially? Right. And once you can kind of uh, see that, uh, for example, I want to lose uh, uh, 20 pounds in the next... Okay, now why did you pick that one? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Has my wife been talking to you? Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, we haven't <laughs> spoken, but uh, yeah. That's one of the challenges most people have. Right. Yeah. Financial and health. Yeah, I can't wait to get to heaven, man. Yeah. Where my, we'll be changed in the, twi the twinkling of an eye. You man. got it. You got it. You so, got that, it. so you see a lot of that health and... Uh, health, finance. Yeah, you would think yeah. that, like, I look at myself yeah. and I think, man, I should be more motivated, too, on those yeah. areas that are so critical but I don't know it's just it's tough right yeah it's yeah, it's tough yeah, yeah. so are there things that you can do to help folks kickstart like as you develop this plan like is bite-sized yeah like baby steps like yeah. well I always hear about that I don't know if that's yeah. fact true it's man. it's important consistency compounds so if you say in the next two to three years this is what I want 
you also need to break it down into smaller bites. Okay. There are long-term goals, short-term goals. What do I need to do today? Right. What do I need to do this week? What do I need to do uh, next month? What do I need to do this year? Very, very important. Because one of the reasons people are so unhappy is because they don't have goals. Right. And goals have a way of keeping you focused. Got it. Because once you're focused on something, it's easier for you even to push through difficult times. Right, because so your eyes are fixed on, exactly. on, that, on exactly. that outcome. Now, you mentioned optimizing existing, like what you currently have. Does it require sometimes uh, an enhance, like of acquiring a skill set yeah. or things that we don't currently have? Is right. that part of the... It is. That can be part of it also. It right? is. Uh, you may not necessarily have the resource right away, but you should be resourceful. Hmm. So what do I need to get from here to there? If I don't have it, where can I find it? Who knows how to do this? It's always more important to ask, how do I get it? More important to ask, pardon me, who knows how, uh, how to do this as opposed to how do I get it? Right, okay. Because the who, there are people out there who are already doing what you're doing and they may have the insight to pass that information on to you. Yes. Success leaves clues, in essence. Yes, excellent. Okay, so we're, we're running out. Okay, we got, a, uh, we got a little bit of time here. So that's the S, self-awareness. O, optimization. Yeah. I just learned a new word here. Yeah. And <laughs> A stands for action. Yeah. So up till this part, it's been a lot of thinking and planning, right? Yeah. But now is when the proverbial rubber hits the road, right? Yeah, it's time to get in the game. You can't drive the car unless you get in the car. You can't play in the, in, in, on the field unless you get on the field. You can't learn to swim unless you get in the pool. So it's important to execute. Execution is now very, very important. In order for you to get results, you've got to start doing some things. There are a lot of people who are waiting until they have all the answers. Okay, yes. But or they, they have everything in place. It's always important to take action. And as you keep going, then you continue to build momentum and you may need to correct what you need to correct as you go along. But never wait until everything is perfect. It's time to take action. Once you have a plan, go and take action. Yeah, because I think chances are you're never gonna have everything lined up perfectly correct. ever, right? Correct, correct. Now, on the previous program, you had mentioned that uh, sort of, you had given a, um, a percentage of how much time and you know, efforts spent in the planning stages. And I found, maybe you can share, because I found that, I, I found that interesting, that what you said there. Yeah, well, 80% of your success is gonna be in the execution. Wow. 20% is in the planning. Wow. Because you can have an amazing plan, but if you don't act on it, yeah. you will not get a result. I would think for most people, they probably, because the planning piece is a lot more comfortable for us. <laughs> yeah. In the actual getting out there and doing it. Right? Yeah, you, you know, I've passed it a lot. I've passed it for quite a while. And one of the things that I've always seen is that a lot of people are always planning. Yeah. yeah. That, to be honest with you, that's also my big beef. Yeah. Is that we spend a lot of time talking about yeah. what we should be doing rather than just get out yeah. and do it. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. I would agree with you, even if it's not perfect, you know, like you'll make the adjustments just to get out there yeah. and create that momentum, right? right. Create that, create that, uh, yeah. that, uh, uh, that consistency, right? Exactly. And again, a coach will help. Will help you with yeah. that, right? Sort of. Yeah. Do you find that it helps if they have someone that holds them accountable? It works best. It does, right? Yeah, because if you're going to succeed, you're going to need a support system around you. 
And that support system may consist of a coach. It may be consisted of a, a mentor. It could be a friend. But it's very, very important to have somebody who could hold you accountable to what you said you were going to do. Right. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. So uh, R then is review. review. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to be important for you to review all the steps that you took. Uh, you may want to take a look at the end of each day, at the end of each week, at the end of each month, at the end of each year. Review the year, review the month, and just to check to see if you're making progress. Hmm. Am I hitting my goals? Okay. Am I achieving my goals? And if I'm not achieving them, what do I need to do? to ensure that I achieve the goals next week or next month. So uh, reviewing is a very, very significant process uh, as you work towards uh, being successful, as you work towards living your best life. Without that, uh, you, uh, uh, that ties back into the awareness piece. Okay. You cannot change what you're not aware of. Right. And as you review, you want to see if you're making progress or where you're falling, and so you could adjust accordingly. And a part of the process of reviewing is to refine. Okay. So having reviewed and you discover that you're off target, it's going to be important for you to refine it, to say what's missing, what do I need to adjust? You ref uh, and you refine that plan, and then you repeat the process. Get you back on, get you get back back on, track. on track. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's very interesting. I think that's a very uh, interesting point about these periodic reviews. Yeah. Um, yeah, because if... If you're not doing that periodically, you don't know necessarily if you're off track. How right? do you know? Yeah. When you get to the end of the year or the end of six months, well, I didn't lose the 20 pounds. Exactly. Well, but yeah, if you didn't lose yeah. the two pounds or you didn't do the the, the, the periodic reviews, right? right? right. Well, how, how do you expect to get yeah. to that ultimate goal? Correct. I mean, that's something in business we used to talk a lot about, mm -hmm. about folks coming in for performance reviews, yeah. that when they do a yearly review, they should never hear something for the very first time in that yearly review. Yeah. If there's issues or situations that need to be adjusted or modified that need to have happened throughout that time frame yeah. to give the person the opportunity to make the necessary, uh, necessary adjustments. So I find that interesting that yeah. it's the same sort of philosophy that you adopt here in, in, in our own personal growth. Yeah. Correct. Because even in sports, uh, teams and coaches would, would uh, generally review the tapes of the previous games. Yes. To see how they played. Yes. And even if they're doing exceptionally well, they want to know, how can I move to the next level? Yeah, you know what? And it just raised, I don't want to complete out of time. And another question just came to mind, man. I should have asked it before. But we're going to have to have you come back again and do this. But let me give you my theory and then we'll just leave it on. Here's okay. my theory. I look at sports particularly, and what I find is many of the extremely gifted athletes yeah. made horrible coaches. Mm. And that, in my, my very limited view, some of the best coaches have been athletes that had relatively mediocre yeah. careers as an athlete. Yeah. And I'm always curious why that, you know, why yeah. that is. And so that's my... That'll be my, my question for the next time we get together. Yeah. How does that sound? Sounds great. Sounds Perfect. great to me. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks for your time. We're going to end our program with a word of prayer like we do every program. Amazing. Gracious God, loving Heavenly Father, thank you for your love and your mercy, your kindness, all the blessings you just pour out on each and every one of us as undeserving as we are. We thank you for that potential that you have put in each and every life to allow us to 
as Jesus' desire that we would live life and live it more abundantly. Thank you for Dr. Spence and for the knowledge you have given him. Just guide him as he works with folks to help them realize that God-given potential inside each and every one of us. Bless each and every viewer now, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we've come to that moment in our program, like on every telecast, where we have our special offer. Uh, for those of you that may be joining us for the first time, on every program, we like to give you a resource, a book, a magazine. I mean, just something to help you on this journey of life, to better understand the potential that is in each one of us and God's will for our life. And today, I'd like to send you a copy of Vibrant Life magazine. Uh, it's a wonderful magazine loaded with all kinds of interesting articles. We'd love to give you that as a gift. There's no obligation whatsoever on your part. The magazine will arrive in your home postage paid. If you are interested in receiving Vibrant Life magazine, a copy of that magazine, then pay close attention to the information we're about to provide you. To receive today's free offer, you can log on to the Lessons for Living television website www.l4ltv.com That's the Lessons for Living television website www.l4ltv.com You can also write us at Post Office Box 27030 Simcoe Conlon Post Office Oshawa, Ontario L1G 0A3 And we would be happy to send the offer out to you. That's Post Office Box 27030 Simcoe Conlon Post Office, Oshawa, Ontario, L1G 0A3. If you live in Canada, this offer will be sent out to you free and postage paid. For viewers living outside of Canada, shipping charges will apply. If you wish, you could order this offer by calling our 1-800 number and speaking with one of our volunteers at 1-800-972-0337. Well, we've come to the end of another Lessons for Living television program. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and we appreciate uh, anything you can do to let your friends and family know of our bro program so that they can join us next time. Uh, I would be remiss in not thanking my special guest, Dr. Spence. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, before you go, could you just let folks know again of the website or how they could uh, best reach out to you? Yeah, thanks again, Bill, for having me on the show. Hey, man, my pleasure. Yeah, uh, you could reach me at www.floydspence.com. Okay, F-L-O-Y-D-S-P-E-N-C-E.com. And you like I said, we're going to have uh, a link on our website that folks can also reach you through sure. our website. We really appreciate the work that you do and the ministry that you do. And so thank you for joining us. Pleasure. I uh, want to remind you of our website, l4ltv.com. All of the programs, Dr. Spence's program will be on there within a few minutes from the end of this broadcast. It'll also be on our SoundCloud page. So if you'd like an audio version that you can download and listen to it in your car, uh, you can do that while on our website, l4ltv.com. Why not send a donation if you feel so impressed to do so to help us keep this television ministry on the air. Uh, remind you of our Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, Santos underscore Bill. Every morning, 6.30 a.m. Eastern Time, I put out a one-minute devotional video that goes out. Great way to start your day. Follow me on Twitter. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like our Facebook page. 
and visit our missionnowcanada.com website, which is the overseas humanitarian work. But right now, we're all out of time. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you, Dr. Spence. And we hope to have you back again next time. Until then, God bless you. And we'll see you back here real soon.